When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is gold. Basketball gold. You're tuned into the best Cleveland Cavaliers podcast in all the land. Basketball gold. Hosted by Mike Fratello and Jeff Phelps. Brought to you by Betway.com. Betway for the sport of it. Gambling problem? 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Basketball Gold with Fratello and Phelps. He's Mike Fratello, former NBA head coach. I'm Jeff Phelps on 92.3 The Fan in Cleveland. Kevin Love goes to Miami in the buyout, Mike, and that leaves the Cavaliers bench, I I would say, without a key guy, except for the fact that Kevin didn't play in 12 games before the All-Star break, and the Cavaliers went about business without him. And in that situation, the Cavaliers went 7-1. and And I just used February as a point of reference and looking up some of the stuff here. Cavs went 7-1 and before the All-Star break. Those were all games in February. Kevin didn't play in any of them. And I kind of want to go over who contributed and how they might contribute and how do you like them as the Cavs move forward without Kevin. And and I I think we all need to keep in mind, this all happened without Kevin. They they chose not to play him in this, but that's the way it went in February. The key guy off the bench was Karis LeVert, played a lot. Mike produced in, in February in those eight games. He averaged only eight points, but was there with five rebounds, 4.3 assists, did a really nice job coming off the bench. And Karras would appear to be the sixth man, the key man coming off the bench for the Cavaliers as they go through the rest of this season. No, Ricky Rubio is in that conversation too, but I think Karras is the, Karras is the man. Without question, I think you've got the order exactly right. And uh, let's go back first of all to the statement about Kevin not playing in those games and the question I would say is, did he not play because the back spasms were concerned that he couldn't really get that thing un, you know, loosened up and he couldn't be a contributor? Or were they playing him because they knew that they were hoping that something came along that would be a good offer and they didn't want to get him injured mm-hmm. in one of those games and lose the possibility of trading him up to trade deadline? So we don't know the answer to that stuff. Uh, would they have possibly been able to get something picks down the road? Who knows what? But I'm sure they looked at all of that to cover their bases. And then once nothing came through, they were agreeable to um, doing the deal that set him free so that he could pick and choose a team uh, that he wanted to. But now as you look at this team, you know, Levert so so important because Levert could be a starter and Levert can be coming off the bench to be that valuable sixth man. Levert could be a small forward. They could go with Garland and Mitchell and Karis LeVert if they wanted to. You don't or, you don't have any issue with that, Mike? The, the, he, isn't it he, isn't he, it who you matched up against, Chef? Yeah, is, I would is, I would think so. And I, I would think he I think he's six foot six. He's he's long enough he can play most small forwards, can he not? Jumps well, very athletic, long arms at six six. Who's the matchup? Who's the small forward on the other team that you have to match up against? You know, is, is it a Mark Aguirre? Uh, Adrian Dantley, small forward, where maybe mm. he's got a little problem holding his ground with him, or is it a small forward who 
you know, six, 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 seven, six, eight, which an inch or two. But when you have the great athleticism and length that Karras has, his ability to put it on the floor can create shots for both Donovan and Darius. Both of them can move, fade to open spots, and he can get them the ball so they have open looks at the basket without them having to handle it. That's if they want to go that way. Or they can take a a Dean Wade, play him in the front line, leave Mitchell and, and Garland in the backcourt and go with that big front line that they had earlier in the year. Well, they've got their traditional small forwards, you know, Okoro and Stevens and Osman, and there's a plethora of bodies that size that they have there that they can use on a given night. So I think they're covered pretty well. I think they have depth. If Jetty plays like Jetty played in the beginning of the year, yeah. you know, he's a three-point maker. He's out on the fast break. He can get him a couple transition buckets. Okoro Stevens, the physicalness at the small forward position, they're going to be open. They're going to have shots that they can take. It's whether or not they make them or not. And we, we may not be in the category of the L.A. Clippers as far as depth goes with experience to go along with that depth. However, that's what you build on. That's what you add to. And, you know, I've heard Kobe Altman more than once talk about you can't have experience until you go through it. You've got to get there first. You've got to go through the games. And then you can say, we've got four. We've got seven games of experience in playoffs. So we've got two rounds under our belts in playoffs. And then it's something to fall back on. But until you get there and do it, you don't have very much to fall back on. You have to count on your veteran leadership to get you through those times. Mike, I I would think if you had to count on Ricky Rubio, you'd really have your fingers crossed because of coming back from that ACL. But with Darius and with Donovan Mitchell starting and playing a lot of minutes uh, in five games in February, Ricky played in five. He played about 20 minutes a game and was really good. 7.4 points, 4.8 assists. That's okay, isn't it? I I don't know that you can expect him to do more. And and honestly, with with Darius and Donovan, I don't know that he's going to get the playing time to do more. So I, I would think you're in great shape with Ricky. Do you think JB would return to a nine or 10 man rotation? Then you could have Karis Levert and Ricky in the backcourt with the second unit. Yeah. If if you're not rotating them through that first unit and yeah, you can sub them earlier, you can bring them a little bit later, depending on how deep he wants to go. And that'll all depend on the trust that he has in the guys that he's putting out there, because you got to win games. If you want to stay in this race for home court advantage, if you want to move up the ladder, and if you want to win in the first round, then, and that's what he's going to be looking at now, these final 20, 21, 22 games of which combination of people work best for us, which combination gives us our best chance to win, and which guys deserve 8 to 10 minutes versus 18 to 22 minutes on the floor. Does it bother you at all? Is it a concern at all that a guy that I, I think was a great pickup by the Cavaliers, Danny Green, uh, and he's coming off an ACL. He's played in four games all year, one with the Cavs. He played in that Sixers game right before the break. But that he and Karras kind of play the same spot. They play it differently, Mike. But I, I would think you could pencil each guy in as a, as a backup at the two spot or some minutes at small forward. Is that a problem that they're the same, you know, kind of focused in the same spot on the floor? No, I kind of like what JB did as far as putting him right in. Uh, to 
to the hot water on that first night uh, with Philadelphia. And it was like, wow, he signed and here he is in the game. And it gave him a chance to start to get familiar with his teammates. It gave them a chance to see what he's all about. Okay. So had, had not followed him during his career. And, you know, you're pulling for this guy because we understand what a great shooter he's always been. And he certainly can always use shooting. And he's a guy who's willing to stick his nose in at the defensive end and try and take someone on the other team out of the game with his defense. So well, we'll see. I mean, this is it's not an easy decision for a head coach as your team gets deeper because you're adding more pieces that think they're supposed to play. How are you going to get them in there? How are you going to do it without taking minutes away from your key guys? You're Donovan Mitchells. You're Darius Garland. So, you know, how many minutes can you take away from them to – satisfy the new additions to your team. So all that is part of the problem. I think the only way you can try, attempt to handle that is through communication. And as you know, Jeff, we, we've seen uh, another coaching casualty uh, in the league, and that's with Nate McMillan being released by the Atlanta Hawks. And uh, I, I feel very badly. I, you know, I have a special uh, connection to Atlanta because it was sure. my first head coaching job. And I, had so many friends over the years from Atlanta and loved the fans, the people in Atlanta. And then, you know, Nate comes in when they're in trouble and he rescues them and bails them out and, you know, turns them around and into uh, doing a lot of damage in the playoffs. And I thought he did a terrific job. And now, as you listen to the talk shows, as you read the media stuff, people are trying to turn it into uh, a Trey Young versus Nate McMillan, and that yeah. it came down to that. I don't know if that's what it came down to. I'm not privy to the inside information, but it's a shame that we have to have a portrayed that way, and it's a shame that a guy like Nate McMillan, just the ultimate in class professionalism, loses his job. They've been teetering back and forth around the 500 mark all season, but you're getting rid of him. Why? Because he forgot how to coach now. And, you know, th those are the things that we don't know. We don't know the workings of what went on. If you listen to the talk shows and if you follow certain media things that have been written, uh, they, they're trying to make it sound like Trey Young went in and asked them to remove Nate McMillan from the job. We don't know if that ever happened, no. but Trey's catching the brunt of it right now. Uh, our mutual friend, Joe Prunty, former Cavs assistant, assistant with you on international teams. Uh, Joe is taking over on an interim basis. And the thought there is that they're going to look uh, with Landry Fields now as the GM. Uh, they're going to look for the full-time replacement during the season. I, I hope Joe gets a chance. Quinn Snyder's name has been mentioned there. A couple of other names have been mentioned there. I, well, I you, wanna... you, 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 excuse me, Jeff. I'm sorry no, go to ahead, interrupt, but, but you, besides... Look, Joe Prunty's an excellent, excellent coach. Isn't he, though? I thought he did a really nice job filling in for Jason Kidd in Milwaukee. I, I wish he would have gotten that job. Well, I'm, you know, I hope that he does a really good job uh, with the Atlanta team. And besides Quinn Snyder, you know, they're talking about Ime Udoka. Uh, could be uh, another one of the choices that maybe yeah. you look at. Uh, Udoka, Quinn Snyder. Quinn Snyder comes with pretty good credentials for the job that he did. Uh, in Salt Lake City with the Utah Jazz. And I'm trying to remember who the third name was that I, there was a third name uh, that, 
that's kind of come up in that conversation. Oh, Charles Lee. Uh, no, how about a uh, Ken, Kenny Atkinson? Yeah, who did former a Nets very, coach. very good job with the Nets, and then yeah. sitting next to Steve Kerr in Golden State right now. So those are three of the names that are being thrown around right now. This has been Basketball Gold, brought to you by Betway.com. Betway, for the sport of it. Gambling problem? 1-800-GAMBLER.